Hi, I'm Jorge Luis, and this week we have a very special guest. Let's hear her stories, and let's start now. HopeCast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez, and I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equal Sage in Ecuador. Equal Sage exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And the hope for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world, informed as to what is happening with the ministry here in Ecuador and, of course, over the globe. We couldn't do this without you, so thank you very much for listening and being part of the mission. Today, I have a huge, huge, um, my heart is just overflowing for having <laughs> this amazing guest with us. This is Anne Miller. Miller, yeah. thanks for being here with thank us. Thank you for having with me. me. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm glad and, to be here. And you came here with a vision team, yes. right? Yes. And a beautiful experience that we have um, over this week with Bishop Daniel and our previous guest in this in this podcast. And you guys have been able to come down to see the ministry. This is your fourth time here, actually, right? Yes, my fourth time. Yes, yes and you are um, 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 one of those precious partners in ministry that we have, and it's such a blessing. Oh, uh, and you. over one of our debriefs, mm-hmm. for you guys that have been in teams, you know how important debriefs are. And one of our debriefs, we were just opening up and seeing everything that we've experienced. Uh, what, the question was actually, what would be one of, of your takeaways? Um, and through that, I was able to see how similar experiences in life you and I have and I was reminded about a topic that we have not, not actually touched in this podcast fully, mm. um, but it's such an incredible thing. And I'm going to talk about that later on. But first, I want to hear from you. Please introduce that, uh, yourself Thank and you. let us know how are you connected to Equals H. So I am from South Carolina, mm-hmm. and the first time I came down to Ecuador was in 2011. Uh-huh. I was a chaperone for a youth group that oh, came wow. on a short-term mission, mm-hmm. and so my relationship developed then. Cool. Um, but the the short-term mission wasn't really that new to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. in that I grew up as the daughter of a Lutheran pastor, oh, wow. and my mom was in uh, early childhood education specialist, um, and she was a consultant uh, around the world. Uh-huh. And so uh, global communities have been a part of my life ever since I Wow. Can remember. Right. Yeah. And also just um, growing up in a household where it wasn't a mandate, but it was just a given that everybody's a child of God and that we love and respect and take care of each other in that way. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. One of the things that you were sharing also, Anne, is that for being so close to the ministry, mm. A, you see this cross-cultural experience in a very close way. Mm-hmm. But you can also see leadership mm. in a close way as right. well. Yeah. Usually when, and we were talking about this, uh, about that this week, mm. actually with the uh, Diocese of Ecuador Central down mm. here. And we were sharing with all that clergy, the fact of how sometimes 
church has that uh, hierarchy, kind mm. of like, you know, a structure. Yeah. And, and sometimes as people down here, we can get to see that structure and it's so intimidating mm. that you're not close to them. Right. But you were sharing and I, I could relate to that. We have all of our lives been so close to it that we can remember that even though there's a specific role, calling and mission with leadership, right. we are at the end of the day, we're all the same part sheep. of the same flock. We're yeah, sheep, right? sheep, right? How can you see that? Right. Well, you know, with my dad and his different roles of ministry, and at, at one point he was the assistant to the bishop, and so um, I, I respected the office and the wisdom and the calling mm-hmm. of the bishop and many of the other higher leaders that my dad and my family came into contact with, but they were also just people that we ate dinner with, that we broke bread with at the same table. And so there's a a comfort level for me in those hierarchical situations because I just grew up with that. You know, you and I were talking about it's just kind of a part of the DNA of of who we are. Mm -hmm. And not to be disrespectful or disregard the calling or the wisdom and Mm -hmm. the work of those positions, but at the end... We're all sheep. I mean, we, we just, you know, we 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 follow and answer to and are guided by the great shepherd. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of where I come from. That's really cool. I wanted to touch about, uh, to talk about this topic, to touch it, because within our ministry, A, we serve lots of different churches, mm-hmm. different ministry sites mm-hmm. with a specific leaders, priests, Pastors, mm-hmm. you know, different denominations mm-hmm. even. But we also get to invite in our ministry people like Daniel Richards, the right. Bishop of Bobber, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, that is partners with us in a ministry that has to do with leadership. So we get to like see, walk with, and minister to this uh, incredible leaders, mm-hmm. locals, and from the states as well. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, f- since that, you know, since you and I have this DNA to be so close to leadership, so close to pastors, so close to the ministry, how have you seen that in our ministry? Because part of what we do is also taking care of those who take care of the men, of the ministry, of those who you know, a pastor, shepherd, and care for them, the 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 scholarship recipients and their families. Mm-hmm. So, how have you seen that in our ministry down here? I kind of have a a, a, a motto um, that I learned a while ago that the paths are many, uh-huh. but the truth is one. Uh-huh. And I think education equals hope does a really good job of that. In that. Um, when the money goes to a ministry site, mm-hmm. that there is that faith and trust in the leadership of that site mm-hmm. to care for the people as they need it. So it's not a blanket um, it's not a blanket idea or a um, rules that you have to do this, that those that are on ground, in the community and know the people are the ones then that can make the decision as to how to best care for them. And that's where the leadership and the faith and the vision 
and the heart. So that leadership mm-hmm. at Education Hope are very special because they they do that uniquely to each community, to each ministry site. Right. Yeah. Right. And yes, well, um, it is a huge blessing and it is also a challenge. Oh, and yeah. in order for us to accomplish that, you know, to at the end of the day, just look into our eyes and say we're together. Right. We keep working together. We have partners in ministry like you mm. and like so many other priests uh, all over the states, right, um, that have come down in trips and, 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 and experiences down here. But we also want to invite to all of that clergy that is listening to us in podcast. This is a great experience for you as a, as a leader, mm. for your community, but it's also um, a huge blessing for us to receive you. Because as we always say, short-term missions don't truly change everything in one second. Mm. But you guys, when you come down, you can push to the local leaders to the local missionaries mm-hmm. like myself, right? Um, and in order for us to take care of all these local leaders, we need your support. Thank you, Anne, because right. when you do that, you you encourage us as, uh, as well. Um, how have you seen the encouragement of others coming down to the local ministers and leaders? Well, you know I'm a big supporter of coming <laughs> down here, and I love being down yes. here. Um, I, I, I think it's like anything in life until you experience it, sure. then you have a an understanding of it, but you can't embody it. Mm-hmm. You don't you it's it's just a different it's different when you come down here and when you live it and see it and taste it and smell it and breathe it. And so for those that are able to do that, I strongly encourage them to come and do a vision team or do a short-term mission mm-hmm. and walk in the shoes and be here right. and experience it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to mention a couple of names okay. that you would know. Okay. Like Pastor Fabian. Yes. Reverend yeah. Lourdes. Yes. Um, uh, Juan Carlos Quiñones. Yes. The presiding bis- bishop mm-hmm. of the Diocese of Ecuador Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy Yuminguano from mm-hmm. Emmaus. Yes. Um, David from Dioses Amor. Mm-hmm. And there's many other leaders that we get to do life with and help them mm-hmm. as they help others. These leaders have a specific calling. And through Equal Sage, they can either do outreach, pastor care for their own communities, mm-hmm. but mainly just bless others that are in difficult and desperate situations. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, and and I was reminded about this yesterday in my talk with you, sometimes we face all these needs and all these desperate and difficult situations without addressing the leaders that are upon those needs. Right. Because they, as leaders, even though we are blessed by the Lord, covered by Him, Mm -hmm. supported by Him, encouraged by Him, Mm -hmm. we also encounter our own difficult and desperate situations. Right. How have you seen that in leadership over the years? Um. You mean specifically here in Ecuador or just in my my lifetime? In your lifetime, in your experience. Um. I know that for me, for example, when my family moved from Indiana to South Carolina, that um, where my family was on race relations Uh was not where the church that my family moved to was. And so watching my parents navigate that and how 
They found a community within the community to support them and to be with them is something that I've tried to watch and support and enable Mm -hmm. um, so that, yeah, leadership is hard. I mean, it's hard. It's it's, it's, as fulfilling as it is and as much of a calling as it is. It's also depleting. I mean, and it can be it can be lonely and exhausting. And so, whether it's here in Ecuador or in South Carolina Mm -hmm. or Kenya or wherever it may be, um, to be able to find within the community um, those that understand you and have been there Mm -hmm. and can have those frank conversations, those authentic conversations, and then go forth and do what you need to do knowing that you have brothers and sisters loving and supporting you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a reality. One of the things that I would like to highlight from what you're saying is it doesn't matter where you're coming from, where you're from or when you are, where you are ministering others, leading others. It is a reality that leadership is hard. Yeah. And the other is when when we are in such a specific and a special important position, sometimes we don't feel here seen or understand it, right? right? Mm -hmm. And that's why my calling for all clergy is if you in the States or wherever you're hearing have a calling for serving your people, but also want to minister others in your same position, coming down here is a blessing for our leadership because they can get to see someone that encounters the same challenges in mm-hmm. life as you and in ministry. Like I feel, um, I, I was talking to you uh, and also other people yesterday, but when we saw um, the Upper South Carolina Bishop, uh, Daniel Richards, right. talking to our bishop down here, Juan Carlos Quinones, they, and I am really close to Juan Carlos, but there's many things that I don't encounter and that I don't live right. exactly the same right. as actually Bishop Daniel also does. So when they both get together, right. just the fact that Daniel can come down with a team to serve Juan Carlos specifically mm-hmm. and his people is just a huge impact. And it's an encouragement for Juanca to keep on serving to all of those clergy that he has but it's a reality with the little churches and missions that we have right. within the diocese too you know like nancy someone that can come down here to invest just in her as she's encouraged right. to keep on serving others and and we have seen the results of that well and i think too this week has just been an amazing week when you think about leadership that we had Three bishops yes. from three different continents <laughs> that have different life experiences, different levels of parishes and incomes and cultures, and yet they were able to love and support and encourage each other and then be able to tease out what they needed to take back with them to to a Nancy or to a Lourdes, you know, so that— um, as far apart as they are, they're exactly the same. You yes. know, they 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 live life and see life and experience life in a communal way. And that's just right. for me, that's just that 
experiences that like Ecuador offers, there's that holy, eternal invitation Absolutely. to be receptive to what God's putting into your life. Absolutely. Yes. Well, we I'm sure that we're going to come back to talk about this topic because pastoral care mm. is one of the most important things. Right. We, we, we love seeing how supporters and ministry partners come down and want to see the kids and it's just it just makes a difference that someone comes and visits and and just can go to one of those homes right. or to one of those schools to yeah. see them um but it is a great blessing also when someone comes to see the church the family church the community and the specific leaders well and i think those leaders especially because of of the desperate and difficult situations that mm-hmm. the leaders are submerged in, if yeah. not drowning in some days. <laughs> Absolutely. That that self-care gets pushed way far to yes. the back. And you know, and I, I kind of think about, you know, like what the flight attendant tells you, put your own oxygen mask on uh-huh. first before uh-huh. you try to serve others. But sometimes the desperate and difficult situations almost prohibit that. And yes. so when uh, when we can come from wherever in the world, to tell those leaders, we see you, we hear you, we support you, we honor and respect what yes. you're doing, mm-hmm. even if it's just for a week or for one mm-hmm. one visit or for lunch, it makes a difference. It makes yes. a huge difference. It does. And I, that is a great example of the flight attendant because I think also self-care and it's something that we don't learn on our own. Mm-mm. We need to see it, experience it, of course. Right. But we need to hear someone saying those words, pushing us there yeah. to learn how to take care of ourselves. And ultimately, if as leaders, um, we take care of ourselves, we are taking care of our Others, community right. as well. Well, and there's that, you know, that there's that balance between giving and receiving. And yes. as leaders of ministry sites of desperate and difficult situations, there's a lot of giving and mm-hmm. to make room and rest and stillness for them to receive the gifts that they're giving is a necessity. It's not a it's not a luxury. It's a necessity in sure. order for them to continue to be able to lead at the energy level that they are. So self care, yeah, pastoral care. Mm-hmm. And yeah. thank you so much for being with oh, us. My pleasure. Thanks for yeah. opening yeah. this topic. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, just thank you for your heart poured into our people, for your prayers. Yeah. For for your testimony and your 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 life story, your God story shared all over um, your 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 city, your town, your church, your community. <laughs> Because um, that is a benefit that we can get to be blessed by. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much for well, being here. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, if you would like to be a part of Equals H team, please go to educationequalshope.org and find the Donate Now button. You can be part of our ministry that way. Thanks for making the education of those in desperate and difficult situations a dream that is possible. Thank you and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.